Okay, I'm talking. I'm Alice, and I'm talking. I'm Laser, and I'm Carol Aird. Okay, I think it's working. Look, we got waveforms. We got waveforms, and I'm Carol Aird. Hello. And I'm Carol Aird. That the intro to the podcast. I'm so happy we're back. Uh, this was the best idea of all time. This is the best idea of all time. A podcast where we watch the movie Carol every and, week for a year. And you're late. I'm Laser. <laughs> and I'm Therese Bellavent. <laughs> uh, Alice, what was your favorite part of the movie this week? Hmm. There were a lot of things. I, I, I paid a lot of attention to, to the fashion this week, I would say. Yeah. Yeah, you found the hat. Yes, so t- so Therese is wearing a Scottish tam. Yes. And I need to find exactly which tartan it is so I can order an equivalent version of it. It's got kind of like a yellow and red kind of right. plaid with like the very good pom-pom on top. Yes, yes. And then we notice that she has another hat on the road trip as well. Yeah. A darker hat, solid color. And then when she gets back to New York after the trip, mm-hmm. no more hats. It's it's the evolution. It's uh-huh. the growth of a person. Yeah. It's all about hats. She looks so grown up in that in the outfit where she wears to dinner with Carol in comparison to the like very very girlish outfit she wears earlier in the movie. She figures out how to style her hair so she doesn't have to wear a headband anymore. This is true. This is true. I'll get there someday. And then Kate Blanchett will love me. My favorite thing, and I know it it's been our favorite thing for a long time, is her direct manager at the gro- the store frankenberg's frankenberg's um is this lady with glasses and she's so put out by everything that's happening it's an absolute <laughs> delight yes therese does, isn't wearing the hat and she has to put her hat on she, she points at her head really aggressively therese you need it upstairs and then she gets a phone call and she's so annoyed she asks she's asked for a pen and paper and she's like oh She's so fashionable, and I, my headcanon is that none of that was in the script, and that's all just acting choices yes. by this like completely amazing lady. Yes. She has very little in the movie, but she uses all of it. She uses every moment. It's perfect. I have tried figuring out who she is from the IMDb and the credits, Yeah, and because none of those characters are named, oh, it's very hard. That makes sense. There's a bunch of women who are credited, but I haven't figured out which one is her. That's going to be the science this uh, time. You also uh, recognize that the men come back at the end of the movie this time. Right, right. So I said this, I said this while you were watching. I've seen this movie like eight or ten times at this point. Yes. It never occurred to me until I, it was the last watch. I think you said this in the last Bell Podcast episode yeah. that Richard is at the party with another girl at the end and never noticed that. He's there. He's there. He's and so is Danny. Dan, Danny is there. Andy has another girlfriend and they're, and they're watching a movie together and he's taking notes. See, neither of them have grown. Right. But she has grown. Right. Because she meets Gary Brownstein, who we've decided is Doctor Who. Yes. Carrie it Brownstein. also is her future child. Right. Carrie Brownstein says, you're Phil's friend. Yeah. I've heard lots about you from Phil because Carrie Brownstein's from the future. Yeah, because she's from the future and she met Phil on his deathbed 50 years in the future. Anyway, it's complicated, but it's what happens yes. in the film Carol. Um, the other thing I really appreciated this time 
is just how much it being a period piece like all of that Mm -hmm. is i don't watch a lot of period pieces but that i think really it brings in the suspension of disbelief so much right because it's a different time and people are wearing different clothes and like you don't sure. even think about these being extras because everybody's just wearing clothes exactly like it. yeah it feels like time mm-hmm. travel it doesn't yes. feel like like a set and then also how much work that had to be like all the cars on the street and mm-hmm. all the signs on the street um and all the fashion obviously we yes. talked about uh there's a frankenberger manual yes Frankenberg's manual um, that she reads um, that has like the rules of how you're supposed to be tidy mm-hmm. at work um, that they, I guess, made. Because Frankenberg's is not a real department store. It's not a real department store, but it's modeled after um, department stores of the 50s. Yeah. Like a Macy's. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm sure that one of those exists for mm-hmm. an ex- existing right. department store. Because so. we, we see her open it and there's there's at least two full pages of text. And we, and we read through the page that is visible and it's... It's, it seems real. We were curious, like, when they make that, do they make, is it just like a book full of, like, Lorem Ipsum and then the, the two pages that you go to or yeah. what? But yeah. I mean, I bet somebody had a good time making this props. I mean, it feels like it probably was really a really detailed job Yes. to clothe everybody. There's also just, like, everybody has their signature colors, you know? Mm-hmm. Carol is always in red yep. and Abby's in green. Yeah. Therese is always in a, in a tartan or a plaid. <sighs> Therese loves plaid because she's Czech. I mm-hmm. don't know. Um, but she, she wears, she very, she basically wears a jumper skirt and a turtleneck underneath it for like the entire first two thirds of the movie. Mm-hmm. And then she grows up. It, I mean, it really is. It, there's a lot of like, she's a child and then she's, not a child anymore kind right. of stuff in this film. Um so since we last watched Yes. I read the Wikipedia page which Oh yeah. Which you... might not which might not sound like much, but actually the Wikipedia for Carol is really in depth. It's it's much more in depth and has a lot more context than most Wikipedias I've read. Tell us more, tell um, us more. One of the things I, I found really interesting was that there was a lot of dialogue and scenes that were cut from the initial both screenplay and then also cut out of the movie. Okay. Um, there was there was a scene where um, Abby meets Therese before they leave for the road trip, oh. which gives context to why Therese says, "Do you hate me?" Mm. Um, there's a bunch of there's a bunch more scenes with Abby in general. There was a, the the Carrie Brown scene appearance had more dialogue and scenes. The scene where they where um, Richard gives Therese her stuff after the road trip yeah. had 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 dialogue written for it as well. Um, just lots of dialogue everywhere, and and it seems like the intention from Todd Haynes and um, the screenwriter was to just keep cutting as much of that as possible and do as much through like wordless glances and stuff. Um, the actual first meeting scene um, where they are um, having lunch together, the the cream spinach over poached eggs, Yeah, they cut a lot of that dialogue and they replaced it just with the line where Carol says, um, what a strange girl you are flung out of space. Yeah. I mean, the movie does a lot of work with just like intense glaring yes. and... You were talking about Music. Therese's eyebrows. Yes. Oh, she does. She Because her eyebrows can be like so innocent, but they're also so pointy when mm-hmm. she makes them pointy. And it's yeah. just like, argh, very Vulcan She, she does such a good job of being so like 
enamored with with Carol and 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 swept away and and really like being pouty and not interested when she's talking to the men, especially in the first part of the movie. Yeah, strong pouty. Very strong. There's a lot of good pouting in this movie. Mm-hmm. Makes you it makes you work out your lip muscles while you're watching it. Yes. So in addition to there being a lot of stuff that was cut, what I also think is fascinating is none of the deleted scenes are on any of the home releases. Mm. Like like there is not. Um, there aren't deleted scenes on the Blu-ray or any of the Blu-rays from what I could tell. I looked, I looked up a bunch of the different international editions even. Um, I wonder if at some point in the future there might be like a criterion where they, where they release that. But it seems odd because apparently a lot of that stuff did get filmed even. Mm. Um, and then I, I found, if you, if you look, it was linked off the Wikipedia, there is a Twitter thread where someone looked at the original screenplay and found a lot of this dialogue as well. That's interesting. I mean, it seems like they, they're idea here was to tell the story visually instead of through dialogue so you can know what they were supposed to say Mm -hmm. or like they're trying to say because it is one of those movies where it's very much it's very impressionistic i guess yeah but i like carrie brownstein was interviewed and said a lot of the scenes she filmed just weren't in the movie and so her her part was significantly reduced in comparison to what she thought it was going to be i bet yeah I would, I mean, there's the part where she gets in the TARDIS. There's the part <laughs> where she gets out of the TARDIS. Yes. I'm very curious what else happens with she, her. She plays the mean guitar solo and kicks hard in the face. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I want to watch that. Yeah, she's actually a punk rocker. She's an early punk rocker yes. in 1953. Uh-huh. She's doing a lot of protest songs about Dwight Eisenhower. Yep. And McKinley. Yep. And um, that's how they meet. <laughs> Oh, God. Hey, Marty, it's your cousin, <laughs> Marvin McFly. <laughs> oh, I would watch that. Okay, that's gonna be the that's gonna be the movie that comes out of this. Is yes. is uh, yep. Time traveling, Carrie Brownstein. Yeah, I really like this movie, and I really like watching it. Yeah, this movie, this time, this watch went by a lot faster. I will say, right, in my experience. And there were just a lot of scenes that I just don't think that I like noticed before. Sure. Exactly. Yes. There's just a lot of stuff that just scenes that don't have dialogue, like we were saying, that just go by, like them packing the car for their road trip mm-hmm. and putting all the stuff. It's like, do that, but put the coffee in the car, like that stuff where yes. they're just getting ready. Yes. Um, and scenes where they're look, she's looking out the window. You know, mm-hmm. Therese does a lot of looking out of windows, and yes. the camera does a lot of looking in at in windows at Carol. Yes. Um, and just just so much stuff that's just I, I just didn't even see before. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, there's also so much stuff that we were just saying the dialogue along with the film. Yes, yes, exactly along with it. Uh, like I want visits hard. I don't care if they're supervised; they just have to be regular. Wait, what? What did I do wrong? I want them to be regular. Something like something that. like that. Yeah. Yes. We'll get it next time. We aren't ugly people, Harge. You don't like it. We go to court. Yeah. We go to court. Things get ugly. <laughs> and we're not ugly people, sorry. I love them. Yeah. It's it's very interesting. I mean, I think also you can see the more you watch Carol, uh, you know, how much Carol, especially in the house, the first time she invites um, Therese over, Therese over, she really like knows what she's doing. You know, she's oh, yeah. she's doing this like, invite me over sometime, kind of like seductive thing, which is uh-huh. like... It, it it's got it's it's sort of disguised but not really right. it's it's a really interesting line that the 
movie plays where it's like everybody is working really hard at plausible deniability for as long as possible right um but then harge kind of bursts in and just goes like oh lesbians again like basically yeah ruins the magic of um literally literally catching his wife in the act because this is something he's been suspecting he keeps he keeps saying her and abby yeah although apparently her and abby are, are completely done by the time the movie's happening yeah We've just immediately gone deep into a Carol podcast now. This is what it is. This is what it's like. We love this movie. It's week two, and we're this deep already. I love it so much. So what do you think we need to uh, buy from the Carol film? You're going to get the hat. Right. Okay. So this is a new po- this is a new segment on the podcast I want yes. to introduce the Carol Collection Corner. Oh, you have it. And so the f- first item I already bought, which is the Argus C150 camera. This is the camera that Therese has that she has at the beginning of the movie that gets fixed, and then she uses it to take the photo of Carol at the Christmas tree lot. Oh my gosh! I haven't seen this before. Yeah. So I bought this on I bought this on eBay. Um, I I do not have film yet, so I can't actually take a picture with it. This thing is this thing is apparently colloquially known as the Brick. It is one of the most widely manufactured 35 millimeter cameras. Um, it's heavy. Yeah. So now we know Therese is strong. Yes. Oh, when you look through it, it feels like you're looking at Carol. Uh-huh. You just see you just see her turning her head over her shoulder in the Christmas oh, tree lot. You just see it. This is great. Yep. How fun. I like the little case on it. So that's that's Carol Collection Corner update number one. I love it. I have asked Laser to not let me get into model trains <laughs> because I have an affinity for model trains, and I will go deep down a model train hole. I got, um, I had a model trains when I was a kid. I had one set, and I loved them. I loved them. Um, and it's gonna be hard. This is this is a hard thing that you're asking me to do, but I will try to keep you to your reasonable collections of literally everything else in the world. Yes, other than model trains. Um, but I'm very much in search of the Scottish Tam that that Therese yes. is wearing. That's that's I think. The next thing I want to get. We also talked about the picnic basket yeah. that, that they use during the road trip. She, um, Therese reaches in the back seat and reaches a bunch of wrap sandwiches out of it. I think this is what we need to bring back. I don't think there's a lot from the 50s we need to bring back. Yes. But I think having just a straight up t- picnic basket that you bring with you on your road trip that sits in the back seat. And you have like a full six pack in it. Mm-hmm. And sandwiches wrapped in parchment paper. This is the other thing we noticed this time. So I'm tr- I was trying to look for a good male role model in this movie. Mm. And the only guy I could find was the guy at the record store who sells her, the uh, sells Therese the record that she gives for Carol. Yes. Which is, which is Easy Living by Billie Holiday. It's a, it's a traditional jazz standard. Um, it's also the theme song of our podcast. We're yes. recording this before the, before we're releasing them, but it is the theme song of the podcast. The listeners already heard it. Of the listeners already know. I mean, it's a great scene, and you know that he's cool because obvious lesbians hang out in his shop. Right, and he hasn't kicked them to the curb. No, so he's he's obviously a friend of the community. Yes. Um, if not a member himself, and he's mm-hmm. like, you want this cool Billy Holiday thing for your girlfriend? I'll give it. Here you go. Yes. It, it, but your boyfriend cannot come into the shop. Because mm-hmm. Triangle Man, which is my new name for her boyfriend Richard, yes. is waiting outside because yes, Triangle I because th- I think he's not allowed inside. Yes, he he's only credited in the subtitles as Richard, as as man, right? Or sorry, as as man, yes, yes, as man. He doesn't have a name according to the cre- the subtitles because the subtitles was written by a member of the community. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, who 
do. We also we also spent a lot of time talking about the Oak Room at the end of the movie. Yes. So the Oak Room is where they meet back up after Therese. Okay, we had this important discussion. Okay, we got to stop talking during the movie so that we can talk after the movie. Yeah, we're I burning think. pot. We're bra- <sighs> burning pot. Okay, but so Therese, Carol asks Therese to move in with her, and Alice made a good note that. Therese not only says no to the cigarette, but also says no to Carol, which is the first time she's saying, like, no out loud to something, you know? Well, she she does say no through her actions in terms of she doesn't want Danny to make out with her. Yes. And then also, Triangle Man keeps insisting, mm-hmm. you have to come to France with me. I, 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 I'm doing all these things for you. And, and she says, why don't you leave me alone? Yeah. Which I think is a great line. Um, but then, yeah, because, like, I, I've been wondering... Why does Therese reject Carol so forcefully at the dinner? Yes, it's a very heartbreaking scene. Mm-hmm. But I think, and, and it, it is interesting because it seems like Carol is all she wants, but then Carol finally gives herself to right. Therese. Like completely and utterly, just, just laying her heart out on the, on the table. But Therese at this point is so heartbroken, I yeah. think. And it's been a few months, like she called Carol, mm-hmm. you know, and possibly a few times and never heard back, you yes. know? And and I think that it's just like I trying to reclaim her own power. But anyway, then Carol's like, well, see me at the Oak Room later mm-hmm. if you want to, you know, if you change your mind. And then she goes to the Oak Room, which we decided is a gay club. Right. Well, so Carol says... She's meeting some friends there. She thinks you'd like them. Yes. Which I think is code for Yeah. They be queer and the Oak Room. Yeah. It's is hopping. It's it's a great spot full yeah. of middle-aged people in black tie. Right. Like, you know, it's it's the 50s. That's what everything was like. Uh-huh. Oh, love it. Love it. Another shining light is that what they say on the podcast that this is based on yes they 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 use shining light uh well whatever we're gonna call it and especially the gold amongst the gold in this watch for me uh was carol's friend at the terrible christmas party she had to go to jeanette jeanette so jeanette's wearing this like straight up prom dress and she's (laughs) having a cigarette and her husband doesn't like her smoking. doesn't like it when she smokes and I love Carol's just such a good friend. She's like, yeah, who cares what, like, what's he going to do? Do it anyway. <laughs> what's he going to do? Dock your allowance? <laughs> but she's like, he doesn't like it. She's like, yeah, but you do. Which I just love. Carol's just like, yeah, screw him. Whatever. Uh-huh. Uh, really good. But she's just got a great vibe. She's got a really shiny outfit. Yeah. And I, I think Jeanette, I think Jeanette's going to be a strong, a strong moment for me. She, she's trying very hard to get Carol to like her. She really wants to be friends with Carol, and wouldn't yeah. you? I, I like, mean, I feel like I emanate very strong Jeanette energy around people that I like. Yeah, yeah. Trying I mean, way too hard. <laughs> You're going to be alone on Christmas? Please, come over. Yeah, you can come over. It'll be fine. I mean, she's like, you've tried to seduce everybody else. Why don't you try to seduce me? Like, I, is, again, very big Alice energy. <laughs> come on. I mean, I yeah, I get it, Jeanette. That's that's probably what I would. I just like I want to be part of your subculture. I want to be uh-huh. w- with in around you, and yes. it's just not happening. Okay, so here's here's my here's my question for next episode. Okay, something you can think about all week. Okay, manager lady at the beginning. Yes, is she a lesbian? Ooh, and she sees this little baby lesbian. Yeah, just frightened, and she knows little baby lesbian is gonna ruin it for everyone. Oh, that's why she has no patience. She is she she sees a little she sees a little baby Therese. She thinks, I don't want to deal with this. Fix your shit. Mm. 
She has leaned in to carve out her space in the patriarchy. She's not. She's. She knows that Therese isn't girl bossing. Right. And she's like, you got a girl boss. And you're, I mean, she, I will say glasses manager has big girl boss energy. Very big girl boss energy. <laughs> oh, I love it. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah, she's gay for sure. I mean, uh-huh. let, we'll, we'll watch it, but I'm happy with everybody to be. I mean, yeah, maybe she's been trying to catch Carol's eye for a long time. And mm-hmm. like, this is really disappointing for her. Yeah. I mean, can you imagine if you were somebody in the world of the movie Carol and you didn't get to make out with Carol? Yeah. I mean, I feel like, again, that's very big Alice energy. It's really sad Uh to think about. But I've got an eye on the lady who owns a steakhouse (laughs) outside of Paramus. Paramus. We should also just say really quickly, we did, we did at one point when, when Carol invites Therese at the end of the movie to dinner, they show her stationery. Yeah. And they show her address. I forget what it is. Yes. And I looked it up on Google Maps, and I think it's actually the place they shot the movie. It's in Ridgewood, New Jersey. So we're going to start there. We're going to start there. On our road trip. Yes. Which isn't serious yet, but it will be soon. Right. We're going to go to New York and drive as far east as our car will take us. Waterloo, Iowa. (laughs) Waterloo, Iowa. It'll be New Year's. (laughs) President Eisenhower will be getting inaugurated. Yeah. We're going to get... Separate rooms until we until the presidential suite. <laughs> the rate's if, very if, attractive. If the rate's attractive. And then we're going to get out our gun and shoot it at a tape recorder. Yes. Uh, that a skinny guy has. Yes. Yeah. It's going to be really good. It's going to be very good. And then what's her name is going to come save us. <laughs> Abby is going to come save us. Yeah. It's, I just can't recommend Carol enough for people. Mm-hmm. I hope everyone watches the movie Carol, and I really, honestly, I think you should watch it weekly. I think yes. it's the right amount of time to watch the movie Carol. It's it's a very good movie. I don't think there's going to be a world where we get sick of it. I don't. At this moment, I don't think so. I think that the more I watch it, the more I like it, yeah. which is not always the case. But right. the more I like it, I'm like, yeah, this happened. And there's like new stuff I'm discovering, which I'm so into. Yeah. I mean, I'm discovering the fact that the men in the movie make reappearances. Maybe someday they'll be, they'll redeem themselves. Maybe eventually we'll <laughs> like them. Yeah. If we watch the movie enough, <laughs> we'll get incepted into liking the men. That would be the most ironic thing to happen <laughs> as a result of this podcast. I mean, maybe if we cast them as, okay. Okay. One of them I is trying. Like, I don't like this. I don't like this. Triangle going Triangle Man, down. Particle Man. They're all aliens, and they're trying to destroy the world or something. Maybe if we figure out a way to change the plot of the movie. That's true. We could figure out a way to like them. Right. We're not there yet, though. I think we still like just like the movie as it is. Yeah, the movie's perfect. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good film. Yeah. So, as we always say at the end of an episode of The Best Idea of All Time. Yes. I've always liked Jeanette. I've always liked Jeanette. I've always liked Jeanette. I've always liked Jeanette. The Best Idea of All Time is hosted by Laser and Alice. Our theme song is Easy Livin', as recorded by Flower Links. You can find more information about them in our show notes. The show is edited and produced by me, Alice. Our website is bestidea.gay. 
And if you have thoughts about the podcast, the movie Carol, or anything else you want to talk about, you can email us at askmethings at bestidea.gay. The best idea of all time will return next week. <laughs>